Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Welcome into this edition of Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee, managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group. What's going on, Sean? How are you? It is a good day. Kids are back in school, um, so they're nice. excited. They got it's a little bit different right now, but you know it's yeah. There's some normalcy coming back to their lives. Well, that's good. I mean, they just, I don't know. It's certainly good for their mental health, I think, to see friends and, and have that social interaction. So hopefully uh, all that will be good. So how are, how are you doing? You haven't needed me here lately. We've had all these <laughs> guests on the show, which has been very cool. So hopefully folks have enjoyed that. Yeah, it's been fun. We can With the podcast, we can kind of do whatever we want. That's right? right. Yeah, exactly. So doing all right yourself? Doing pretty yeah. good? Yeah, we're doing well. Good. We're we're doing well. Good, good, good. Well, listen, we got a two-parter we're going to set up here for the next couple of podcasts. Uh, this is our, uh, well, first of all, also happy Labor Day because this is coming out just a few days before Labor Day weekend. So happy Labor Day to everybody. This is going to kind of be our September two-parter here series on basically laid off. Uh, you know, So whether this has affected you directly or not, maybe you know somebody who has, so you know, definitely uh, share the podcast with folks that uh, might need that. So a lot of layoffs been happening, obviously, across the country, Sean. So this, we thought this might be helpful. Yeah, it's not just the layoffs when we're going through this guide. The other thing is, you know, there are a lot of people that are were on the kind of the cusp of retirement. Great point. And didn't know if they wanted to go back to work. Didn't know if they should go back to work. And mm-hmm. you know, my mom is a perfect example. She's a school teacher out in Massachusetts. Okay. And she has one year left of teaching, and her plan's been built for for years. But she really wrestled with, you know, should I go back for this final year and you know put myself at risk? Right. Or yeah. my, you know, my brother's been in the same boat. Yeah, he was really struggling with going back to work as well after work, especially working from home for so long, around yep. other people, yada yada. So there's a lot of it. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff. So uh, it is called. We're kind of going through the ten step layoff survival guide, and we're going to do five this uh, go around. We'll do five the next time. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. But you know, as Sean pointed out, it doesn't necessarily have to be just for folks who've been laid off. But uh, that's going to be kind of the genesis. But there's definitely some useful nuggets of information in here for uh, folks just feeling downright, downright overwhelmed, really, based on you know based on everything that's been happening. So let's jump into it. And uh, before I do, let me remind folks that if you have not subscribed, please do so, or at least consider doing so on whatever platform you choose, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever, just type in Retirement Elevated and you'll find the podcast. Or you can just go to the website and find it there as well, elevatemyretirement.com, elevatemyretirement.com, and of course, uh, share that with folks who might benefit. All right, Sean, so step one, keep calm and take it one step at a time. That's just good <laughs> advice in general, I think, for 2020. Easier said than done, right? It's true. In, you know, we're we're so used to this new norm and, and we took the first step we all went virtual really quickly. And, and then a lot of people, I think what, what this pandemic has done for a lot of people, it's allowed you know, us to think uh, more thoughtfully about, okay, what do we want to get out of not just life, but out of our employment, out of, out of our work environment, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But whatever decision that you make when it comes to if I got laid off or if I'm trying to decide if I retire or not, don't just don't freak out. I mean, it, this can be a very scary time. And so when, when you're, when you're looking at, at this new opportunity in life is what we'll, we'll call there it. There you go. Yeah. I like that. You know, take some time to think about it. Now, whether it's a layoff an early buyout an early retirement, whatever it may be, Take some thought, some time to really think it through, and, and more importantly, start to build a, a plan or start the process of building a plan to determine if 
maybe retirement is a reality at this point in time, or maybe you got to work part-time for a little bit. You know, there's lots of different scenarios, just, but think things through, take some time and one step in front of the other. There you go. And anything we can do to make sure that we're leaving on good terms, whether it's our choice, somebody else's choice, whatever the case is, that's always a good idea as well. So trying to, you know, just, again, keeping calm about a lot of the things is certainly helpful. Now, if a layoff or something of that nature happens to strike, number two would be determine some of those living expenses. And we've talked about this for a long time here on the podcast. You know, having some basic data, some basic numbers together, certainly going to be a good idea. Yeah, and a lot of people don't have a real tight handle on what their expenses are. What we do in our retirement elevated class, we tell people, listen, if you're going to determine what your living expenses are, determine it based on a budget that you've built, that you've written out, you know, hey, my mortgage is this much, or maybe I don't have a mortgage, food is this much, you know, and kind of lay that out. But then go to your bank statements for the month and, and look at those month over month for a year. The reason that I say to do it both ways is if you build a budget, you know, if I go out and I build a budget that I think, oh, I spend this much on you know, gas or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. food, entertainment, and then I pull my bank statements, what we found is that you spend on average 15 to 30% more wow. than your budget. And so you really want to get a good handle on what those living expenses are because we, you don't want to go down this road and think, oh, I spend you know 5000 a month when reality is you spend 5700 a month. That's a pretty big difference. Sure, yeah. And very few people really know how much they spend each month. To your point, a lot of times we think we do and we kind of have a, I guess, a ballpark, but we tend to be off and that's interesting that it's off by that much in some cases. Well, but, and my, my, we're a perfect example in our own house. Okay. Yeah, you know, we, we have a budget. And, you know, when the pandemic hit and COVID shut things down, my wife and I were talking the other day and she told me how much we had in our savings account. It's like, where did all that come from? She's like, we're just not spending as much. And so it, it goes the reverse as well. I, I, I manage a lot of the big picture finances, all the, all the investment accounts and things like that. And, you know, just over the last couple of months, oh, we just haven't spent as much money. Mm-hmm. So it, it really goes both ways. Yeah, very true. Very true. Now, so so basically you're saying you haven't been victim of the corona purchase. Have you heard that term? Are you familiar with that? No, I, ha- I have not been victim of that yet. Okay. So if you, for those of folks who don't know, a lot of folks have just started spending uh, sizable, I guess, projects, right? Taking on things, maybe buying a pool or, you know, whatever oh, the case yeah, yeah. is to uh, during the, you know, thinking, well, we're not gonna be able to go anywhere. We're not taking trips or vacations. So let's just drop some money. There's a shortage all over the country on, you know, pools, exact, you know, hot tubs, uh, you know, decks, you know, so on and so forth, built doing things to kind of build up the homestead, if you will, so that you have a, a retreat uh, in the event that we were locked down longer or whatever the case might be. So yeah, little term that, that some folks have heard and some folks have. We actually talked about I've been pushing for a pool for my for the kids because uh-huh. I want to be the house the kids go to. And my right. wife's like, no, 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 we we're not getting a pool because <laughs> you know in Utah it can be used like four or five months out of the year. Right, right. But well, she's like, I'd get you a hot tub. I'll let you get a hot tub. So well, yeah, tell her if it makes it, it makes her feeling better. Four to five months out of the year is pretty good, really. That I is. Mean, it's not that bad, really. So, yeah. I mean, I we I mean I'm in North Carolina as we've shared with our listeners before, and I start mine. I start using mine. If the weather's good to me, very, very end of April, so basically May, we'll just call it May, all of May through, you know, October. So that's about the same thing, really, yeah. Right? yeah about perfect. maybe six months, maybe. So Got to heat like it that. up a little bit. But. You could do that, and yeah, in Utah, you might want to do that, but yeah. Uh, all right, so number three on our uh, 10 steps, we're only going to cover five today on the podcast. Uh, create an inventory of your resources. Now, what does that mean, Sean? 
So the inventory of your resources is really just like a, a balance sheet, you know, uh, of your assets. So okay. as you go through this, you determine your expenses. And, and planning, income planning is nothing more than a math problem, in essence. So you know what your expenses are. Well, now start to, to gain some, in, get some inventory on what are your resources. So what sources of income would you have coming in? Would you have, are you eligible for social security? Would you have a pension coming in? Do you have rental properties? And then do you have, you know, retirement accounts, after tax accounts? What do all your accounts look like? And, and, and the reason that you do that is you want, one, you want to get a good idea of what your expenses are. Two, you want to get a good idea of what your sources of income are. And then three, you determine kind of that gap, that math problem of how much income you need to come up with from your own assets. And, and that's where people, I think, really get, quite nervous about retirement because they think, oh my gosh, I need five grand a month, but they forget that maybe social security is going to give them between a husband and wife, 3,500 a month. And now that income gap is only 1,500. So they've, they, they just have to pull out $1,500 a month from their investments. So when you start to, to really determine what your expenses are, what your resources are, and you get a clear understanding on that math problem, more often than not, you're not as far off as you think you are. Yeah, that's a good point. And you know, math not always being some people's strong suits, it's still a good idea to have that basic kind of thing there because, like you said, it's a math problem. But hopefully, it's a normal normal math problem and not one of these crazy new math problems that they try to teach. Because I get lost in those. Right. <laughs> you know, new math for the new, kids. Yeah, all the new math and all the weird. Stuff. I saw a really funny COVID math meme the other day. I was going to try to find it and share it on the podcast. Maybe I will next time. It's pretty humorous. It was basically just you know talking about using rolls of toilet paper and some other things that have happened through the pandemic to create one of those interesting, um, you know, if you have so much, uh, you know, 375 <laughs> rolls of toilet paper, blah, 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 blah. It was pretty humorous. I'll have to find it and share <laughs> it the next time. All right. So moving along here on the podcast, we're talking about uh, this, well, it's a 10-step layoff survival guide. And of course, it may affect you from a layoff standpoint, if you've been laid off or furloughed or whatever the case might be, or maybe even if you haven't, there's still some useful nuggets in here. So uh, we'll move, a lot, move along here into number four. Uh, and this is definitely going to be for those folks who did get let go. Add in that severance pay. Uh, it's not always mandatory in the U.S., but many employers do offer such. And I know I've heard a lot of things through the furloughs that it, where companies could, small, medium, large, whatever they were, they were trying to do some of that. Yeah, I, we see this too on early buyouts. So out oh, here, there's, yeah. there are plenty of businesses that, that are offering early retirement packages to their to their employees. And you forget about that. You know, it's in a lot of cases that severance is either going to be a certain period of salary for a couple of months or whatever it may be, or those early buyout packages. You know, they also include, in a lot of cases, sick leave, paid time off, you know, things like that. And so, just make sure that that gets added into the plan because that then, you know, if if you're laid off today or early retirement today, mm-hmm. some cases maybe you have some severance or early buyout packages that'll take you six months. So you just got to add that into the plan. No, I mean, just again, a lot of times you got to do the math. You got to break these things down a little bit and just see where everything falls for you. So step number five here, and that'll do it for this week on the podcast. And we'll do the other five the next go around. So make sure you have subscribed to us so you can find out some more of these. And by the way, if you'd like to get this guide, we'll make this a guide, this guide available for you. Uh, it is the 10 step layoff survival guide from Elevated Retirement Group. And you can do this by simply just calling the number, letting them know that you'd like a copy of that. Just call 855-50-RETIRE. That's 855-50-RETIRE or 
3847. Just let them know you'd like the... Uh, the PDF, I guess, the download, and they'll get that over to you. 855-507-3847. You can just leave a message. If you don't catch anybody, leave them your contact information, and they'll get you squared away to get this download, the 10-step layoff survival guide. All right, so step number five, and that is understanding how unemployment benefits work. Obviously, a lot of confusion on this, a lot of changes to this over the past several months, continuous fighting in you know D.C. over this, but uh, trying to get as much information as you can is going to be helpful. Yeah, I, I mean, on average, unemployment benefits will replace roughly 40 to 45% of your weekly income. And usually the maximum number of weeks you can receive payments is going to be anywhere from 12 to 26 weeks. It really depends on uh, on your state. But, you know, a perfect example of this, and I, I use my family a lot, my stepdad, he was, Intel shut their factory a couple of years ago uh, in Massachusetts where my, my parents live. Uh, my mom and my stepdad. And when that happened, he was like 12 weeks or 15 weeks away from retirement age anyways. Oh, wow. Close. And so uh, it actually worked out. I mean, or I guess he could take Social Security at 62 at that time. So it worked out for him. He got on unemployment for that that period of time, collected benefits, did everything that he needed to, and then just retired. So if you understand how unemployment benefits work and and the parameters that you have to follow, it can also be another useful tool in bridging the gap for you. Yeah, definitely. Man, that's so close. I imagine that was interesting. Uh, and a lot of people find themselves in that situation, right? I was. You mentioned your, your family. A lot of times my, my brother's been dealing with the same kind of thing. He worked from home, worked from home. It was prior to COVID, he had actually broke his leg last summer and was able to work from home pretty much because it was the his driving foot, right? So he couldn't drive and he drives mm-hmm. about an hour to work. And so he spent, I don't know, probably seven months working from home, got back for, I think, just December, January, and February, and then COVID happens. <laughs> and he gets to work from home again starting in March and uh, all the way till just about a week ago. And he's like, I've basically worked at home for over a year and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, you know, now, and he's 62. So he's in that same kind of boat, Sean, where he's like, I don't know, maybe I should just go ahead and file social and, you know, and just stop working and yada, yada. But he really had a plan. And with his numbers, he really needed to push it to at least 65, but ideally 67. And a lot of folks find themselves in that similar situation. So he's like, ah, I just, I got to tough it out. And I said, well, have you gone back and re-updated the plan and talked with your advisor, so on and so forth to see if, uh, you know, those numbers could be augmented. And like a lot of folks, really hasn't, hasn't taken that extra step to find out, you know, can the plan be adjusted by three years? or is that too much inaction is an action and oh there you go you know it's getting clarity and understanding what's going on i mean you have choices right you can take action get a real good handle on it or you cannot take action and that's still that's kinda, still a decision wait and wonder right yeah, yeah. <laughs> sit and spin so to speak All right. Well, there you go, folks. That's going to do it for this week on the podcast. So again, if you'd like to get your 10-step layoff survival guide, uh, you can get that sent to you. There's no cost or anything for that. Just reach out to them. Give them a jingle. Let them know you'd like that. And you can do so at 855-50-RETIRE. That's 855-50-RETIRE or go to elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you choose and uh, share that with someone who might benefit from the message. And Sean, my friend, thank you for your time. Good to chat with you again. Yeah. I look forward to talking to you again soon. We'll talk in a couple of weeks, and we'll follow up on this. Sounds good, brother. Thanks. All right. Take care. Stay safe and sane, folks, and we'll see you next time here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee.
Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.